Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Thank you for making us part of your day, maybe the start of your weekend. It is a flashback Friday. We got to add Freaky to it because of, well, who is right next to me? It's the big Freakazoid. Jeremy, I got one name. Hi there, I'm your host, Patrick Riley. The field investigators in your sector have classified you as obsolete. You are obsolete. You have no function. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. You're a bug crawling insect, an ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of blunt. Uh, that's not the case with the Riley and Kimmy show. There's nothing obsolete here. We focus on the world of nostalgia and retro. Obsolete, and that, that's not even a word we have, part of our vocabulary. But we do have a word that is part of our vocabulary because it describes Kimmy, and that is strange. She's strange. I like it. It's Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, just okay? I'm okay. I thought you'd be doing a little bit better than okay on a freaky kind of day. Oh, yeah. It's Friday, Friday. I'm free again. I got my motor running for a wild weekend. It's Friday, Friday. I'm out of control. Forget the working blues and let the good times It's the TGIF version edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show podcast number 1,587. Thank you for making us part of your Friday, hopefully your entire weekend, and matter of fact, uh, every single day, because we have a brand new show. That's right, every single day, daily show, and you can find all of those archived episodes going all the way back to number one on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Also, you can listen to us daily on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. We have those platforms on our website along with social media, and it'd be smart to really uh, hook up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and others. You can really find out where the Riley and Kimmy show will be out and about at next. Matter of fact, we have big plans this weekend. We'll be announcing those on our Facebook page and Twitter, too. So, you know, follow both. Yeah, and, and tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show, offering a daily pop culture escape Way out. That's the way I look at it. You know, way mm-hmm. out. Uh, way out from reality for a little while with some fun. We talk about things of yesteryear and, of course, today in the world of pop culture. Kimmy, what is our website where people can find all those links, including celebrity interviews we've done? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com 
I'm Patrick Riley. I'm Kimmy. We're the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. We're available for your next event in Florida. Please consider the Riley and Kimmy Show for your pop culture or nostalgia-based events. Art shows. Exhibitions. Festivals. Grand openings. Home and garden shows. Car shows. Collectible shows. Conventions. Animal and pet-related events. Let us promote your event with customized commercials and interviews. Live on-site promotions and podcasts. Please contact us on Facebook messenger all communications kept confidential pop culture escapism the riley and kimmy show the riley and kimmy show Shall we play again? Yeah, that's a question to ask on a Freaky Friday. We need to ask the freak if she would like to go back in time and play some pop culture trivia. What say you, Kimmy? Well, of course I do. All right, the timeline has been adjusted, meaning it's not all in chronological or linear order. Feel free to help Kimmy out with answers by talking to, whispering to, whatever computing device you happen to be listening to the Riley and Kimmy show on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth, like on that laptop, desktop, tablet, smartphone, or whatever. And Kimmy actually believes you two can communicate. You are in her future, and she is in your past. Uh, She thinks it actually works, so let's prove it. She's going to need your help. Maybe not on the first question, but definitely on a couple of them on this edition of, well, the pop culture trivia for the Riley and Kimmy show. First question we have for you, Kimmy. We're looking for the decade. And... To identify the TV show. The final performance of this TV show aired on this date. Tell us the name of the TV show. Can you identify the TV show? Soap. That's right. Was the final episode, did it air 1970s or 1980s on this date? Uh, 1980s? You're right, 1981. I think that's kind of a surprise. That's a good guess. I think most people think that's just a 70s television show, but it did make it into the 80s. Give me the year is 1611. The first known performance of this person's tragedy, Macbeth, happens at the Globe Theater in London. Who is the playwright? William Shakespeare. You're right. It was on this date in history. Scientists announced... They had tested successfully high-def TV. That's high-definition television, Kimmy. Within five years, when did that happen? 2008? No, you're way off. It was 1989 when that happened. Wow. It was on this date in history. On this date, FM Stereo Broadcasting was approved by the FCC. Was this 1961, 1971, 1981, or 1991? 1961? You're right, Kimmy. That's when a lot of the FM stations, they had already, some of them had existed prior to Beautiful music stations Hmm. on the FM dial. Clear into the 80s. Okay. That's what's kind of shocking. Wow. Because music top 40 pop was found on AM going into the 70s. Mm Mm-hmm. 
was on this date, Kimmy, we moved to baseball. It was on this date, 1916, Chicago's Wrigley Field held its first game for what team? Hmm. Can you tell wow. us what team came in years 1916? Wow, that's a tough one. Yes, I thought so. Chicago Cubbies. You're right, the Cubbies. Now, the Cubbies played the Cincinnati Reds that day, 1916. 11 innings is how long it, it went to. Can you tell me who won? Just uh, who do you think won? The Cubs. You're right. The Cubs beat the Reds 7-6 and 11. Staying in baseball. 1912, Fenway Park opens as the home of what baseball team? The Boston Red Sox. Are you confident? Uh Uh-huh. You're right. We're looking for the decade, Kimmy, as we move back into the world of science. We just left it a little bit ago. The first electron microscope was demonstrated by RCA. Yes, the people that made radios and TV. Uh, Yes, they, they had the first one. Was this in the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, or 1970s? 1950s? It was 1940 when the big, bad, powerful microscope was demonstrated. Mm. It was on this date, 1959. Desi Lou Playhouse on CBS television presented a two-part show titled Something That Would Become a TV Series. Tell me the name of the TV series. Can you tell me that Desi Lou production, Kimmy? The Untouchables. That's right. Staying in 1959, this person's first single is released. The recording artist is quite young and would become a huge adult performer. See if you can tell me who it is. Puppy Love, 1959, for whom? Mm. You need another clue? Mm-hmm. Here she is as an adult talking about that performance. started when I was about 10 years old, singing on radio and television. In the Pines Theater, they had downtown Sevierville, and uh, Kaz used to bring his show up from Knoxville on the weekends, so I was singing with that. So I recorded a little song that my Uncle Bill Owens, who helped me get started, that we wrote back then, and this was my very first record. You boys remember Puppy Love? Can you tell me who that is? Dolly Parton. You're right, Kimmy. The year is 1964. A movie with this recording artist is, well, released. It has a premiere. He does have a single from that movie that reaches number 29 on the Billboard Hot 100. Tell me who the recording artist is, who the actor is. Viva! Can you tell me who that is? Elvis. Yes. Have you ever seen Viva Las Vegas? I have not. It's uh, it's a movie that some say is one of his best films, and Margaret is in it. They say there is a chemistry that you can just you can see unfold on the screen between the two mm. because of Anne Margaret. Seriously, I'd say check it out. Okay. That is Viva Las Vegas. The year is 1971. This song is recorded. Tell me who the recording artist is. We've only just So much of life ahead 
will find a place where there's room to grow. Who is it? 1971. Barbara Streisand. You're on a roll. The year's 1973. This individual releases his first solo album. He is a lead singer of a big rock group. Tell me who it is. Laid all my shoes, so I picked up my shoes. I got up and walked away. Oh, I was just a boy. I didn't know how to say. Worked hard and failed. Now all I can say is I threw it all away. Oh, I was just a boy. Giving it all away. Sail away. Off that first album, that is the single. It only charted in Great Britain. It hit number five. No charting action in the United States. Who is it, Kimmy? I don't know. He is the lead singer for The Who. Roger Daltrey. That's right. 1974, this single is released. Tell me the name of the hit. Stuck inside these four walls. Sent inside forever. Can Kimmy tell me the name of that hit? Band on the Run. Yes, by whom, Kimmy? Paul McCartney and Wings. Yes, the, the first single I ever bought was that song right there. Mm. The very first one. The next one was Hot Butter Popcorn. Bought them both together, I think. Mm. Yeah. Here's 1992. This single is released. It would reach number 34 on the Billboard Hot 100. It would do better on the mainstream rock charts of Billboard. It would hit number 11. Tell me the name of the recording group. Every day for us, something new. Open mind for a different view. And nothing else matters. Never care. Nothing Else Matters was recorded and released by whom? Metallica. That's right. The year is 1992. This recording artist signs a deal with Time Warner to set up a multimedia company. The deal reportedly made her the highest paid woman in pop music. Who is it? Without an audio clue unless you absolutely need it. Madonna? Freddie Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio. Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine. Yes, Kimmy got it right, and Madonna was on a magazine because of that deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The year is 1993. This recording artist releases her self-titled debut album, and if you go to her autobiography, she says it was not a great thing. Yeah. She was not happy with the recording studio and record company had done and the songs they chose and didn't focus on a lot of her original material, and they, she just didn't think they backed that first album. Although she would become a big star. See if you can tell me who it is with two of the singles that came off. Maybe you don't need two of them from that first self-titled album. Tell me who it is. Kimmy, here's one of the singles. The one I finally choose. Simply I love you. Like the words came out. I heard a voice inside me say. What made you say that? Was it the moonlight? Was it the starlight in the What made you say that? You've been listening. 
What Made You Say That is off that debut album. Can you tell me who it is? Shania Twain. Yeah, you're right. It only peaked at number 55 on the Hot Country Songs charts of Billboard. And the other single was Dance with the One That Brought You. I think about something that my mama used to say to me. You gotta dance with the one that brought you. Stay with the one that wants you. The one is gonna love you in all. That song didn't do uh, any better than the other one. It reached number 55 on the Billboard Hot Country singles. Mm. But you, you recognize her sound. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Uh, unless you have that CD or, no. or MP3 or download no. or whatever. The year is 1999. This actress receives a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She is a Bond girl, Kimmy. But she was also on a TV series. She starred on a TV show. See if you can identify the show. I think Kimmy's digging this theme. Can you tell me the name of the TV show, Kimmy? Touched by an Angel? No. Um, no. The Bond Girl. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman? That's right, yeah. Kimmy. Yes. You, Jane Seymour. Yes, that's who got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And she was in a Bond movie. Can you tell me which one? No. Uh, she was in the Roger Moore film Live and Let Die. Hmm. She played a tarot card reader. Remember? Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, maybe I'm asking a question, no. something you have no clue about. You, you never, <laughs> shame on you. J- just to see her performance is worth, uh, worth it. And plus, the, don't you love that that song, you know, by Paul McCartney and oh, Wings, yeah. you know, Live and Let Die. Of and you've never seen the speedboat jumping thing with Roger Moore. And, oh boy, I think we may have to watch that, Kimmy. The year is 2012. People Magazine names this actress as one of the most beautiful at every age individuals on planet Earth. She was in the movie Ghost Rider. She was a love interest, and she was in The Spirit. We have a couple of clues. Here she is in Ghost Rider. What's this about, Johnny? You want some closure? <laughs> Look, you were 17, and you witnessed a tragedy, oh. and you ran. And I understand now like I understood then, and I have no hard feelings, none, you know? And that's why they call it the past, because it's past. It's done. Oh, it's over yeah. with. Too much? There's a restaurant in my hotel, the plaza. Eight o'clock. Don't be late. Who is that, Kimmy? Oh, is that Eva Mendez? You got it. I didn't even have to go to the spirit clue. Fan- fantastic. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Famous people born on this date. You would not know the first one. Kimmy, born 1925. She's part of what I call forgotten Hollywood. That's Elena Verdugo, born on this date. As I said, 1925. Died 2017 at the age of 92. She was an American actress and began in films at the age of five and then just kept working. She had a big career in radio, television, and also film that spanned six decades. Next person, actor Kimmy, known for a certain sci-fi TV franchise, film franchise. He was part of the original Star Trek series, and he was in six Star Trek feature films in one episode of Star Trek Voyager. Tell me, who is having a birthday? Ensign, you're absolutely right. But you're also absolutely wrong. You'll find that more happens at the bridge of a starship than just carrying out orders and observing regulations. 
There is a sense of loyalty to the men and women you serve with. A sense of family. Those two men on trial, I served with them for a long time. I owe them my life a dozen times over. And right now they're in trouble and I'm going to help them. Let the regulations be damned. Kimmy, can you identify who that is? That's from an episode of Star Trek Voyager he appeared on. George Takei. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's right. How old is George Takei today within five years? 81. You are right. Next birthday, actor known for, well, Love Story, 1970 film. He received an Academy Award for that film. He was in What's Up, Doc in 1972, Paper Moon in 1973. Tell me who is having a birthday. Okay, put it your way. Two 24-year-olds can't seem to make a baby. Obviously, one of us is malfunctioning. Who? All right, then we'll adopt kids. Oliver, the problem's more serious than that. Jenny is very sick. Define very sick. She's dying. That's impossible. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. That's impossible. She's only 24. Can you tell me who was in Love Story? Ryan O'Neill. I didn't even have to use the clue Tatum. You did it. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And who was he involved with? What actress from 1979 till 2009? Farrah Fawcett. Correct. How old is Ryan O'Neill today within five years? Uh, 67. He is 77 today. Next person, actress, she made her professional film debut in the 1976 remake of King Kong. She's won the Academy Award, and she's also won Emmys. Can you tell me who it is? Here she is accepting the Emmy for American Horror Story. I am profoundly surprised at this, um, but uh, very grateful. Thank you to the Academy, and um, special thanks to everybody who... Is, uh, <laughs> is part of my life on this show, the, uh, starting with, as Kathy said, one of the greatest crews that work tirelessly um, to our amazing set of directors, our incredible writers, and a cast that is just a dream come true, beginning to end. Um, and, of course... To Brad and to my darling Ryan, <laughs> who makes this all possible. Um, I don't know what to say. I truly am uh, so surprised. So uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Who is it? Who's having a birthday? Jessica Lang. Yes. How old is she today? Within five years. Uh, 62. Uh, yeah, I think she'd give you a big hug or a fist bump. She's 69 today. Next person, born 1951, an American singer, songwriter. Tell me who it is. Who is it, Kimmy? One more clue no. for you. Here and now, I promise to love faithfully. 
Who is it? Kimmy born 1951. Mm, Luther Vandross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died 2005 at the age of 54. Next individual, Kimmy, actor. He appears in the movie Backdraft in the supporting cast, also Cocoon in the supporting cast. Made his first like appearance on camera on the Andy Griffith Show. In a couple of episodes, he played the kid Leon. It was in the early years of the Andy Griffith Show. Appeared on Star Trek, the original series, as Baylock in the episode The Corbinite Maneuver, and they dubbed his voice in, gave him an adult voice. But he's known for this TV show from 1967 to 1969. Identify the show. Kimmy, can you identify the TV show? Gentle Ben. You're right. He was the star of Gentle Ben. He, he and the bear. Tell me who it is. Something's the matter, Ben. Something's wrong. Gotta see what's driving those animals. You stay here. I want to see if I can spot you. Kimmy, who is having a birthday? Clint Howard. Yes. How old is he today? Within five years. Uh, 70. Clint Howard would not give you a fist bump, would not give you a hug. Clint Howard is 59 really? today. Oof. He was very young when he was in the wow. Andy Griffith show and, and also Star Trek. And if you have the opportunity to see the Night Gallery episode called The Boy Who Predicted Earthquakes, that is probably the best Night Gallery, in my opinion, and he... I just don't understand it. I mean, with that performance he does on that, he should have been doing other things. Mm-hmm. It's a great performance. Night Gallery from 1971. Next person, actor Kimmy. He's known for playing weird parts, having a birthday. Became really known because of a movie in 1985 called Back to the Future. He played George McFly. Biff, um, can I can I assume that your uh, insurance is going to pay for the damage? I know what you're going to say, son. And you're right. <laughs> you're right. Hey, you, get your damn hands off. No, Biff. You leave her alone. Are you okay? Can you tell me who played Willard, who was in Back to the Future, who was the voice of Grendel and Beowulf? Crispin Glover. Yes, how old is Crispin Glover within, well, five years? 57. Crispin is celebrating today his 54th birthday, and we cannot forget he played in a very small role. He played Cousin Dell in the movie Wild at Heart. And he's also in the movie The Doors is Andy Warhol. Mm. Remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I wish somebody bring him. I know. And I, could you imagine a panel with him? Oh, boy. Yeah, I wonder what that'd be like. Next person, actress having a birthday. She well became really known because of this TV show, Identify the Show. identify that tv show kimmy baywatch that's right she was on baywatch from 1997 to 1998 they tried to make her a pop recording artist see if you can tell me who it is in the back of my mind an animalistic ritual me swinging from a brass pole primal vibe is the way to describe dancing in my cage and riding high there's no one better set for stroke for the girl in a cage is still hope as you paint the scheme of things, you'll find you're living in my dreams. Yeah, I'm the go-go dancer. Go-go dancer. 
Uh, it didn't chart. Can you tell me who that is? <laughs> uh, Here's another clue. Carmen. Oh, I don't have to go to Carmen. Tomorrow. Yes. Something. Carmen something. What is it? Uh, what's her initials? C E. Carmen Electra. Yes. How old is Carmen Electra today? Within five years. Mm, Forty-eight. She's forty-six. And bonus question here. She was married to a famous basketball player for five months. Who was it? Yes. Five months. They. Yeah. They went to Vegas, got married, mm-hmm. and then they realized it was a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Yep. He was uh he was a weird one. He's a weird one. That's uh, Kimmy's opinion, not mine. Uh he's a unique person. Yes. Um um oh, Dennis Rodman. That's right, Kimmy, moving to the next question. Actor, 42 years old today. He appeared on the TV show Give Me a Break. Can you tell me who it is? Carl, who's him? Uncle. <laughs> Billy Martin Baseball Camp. That's <laughs> probably some nice for the kids. If they think they're going to camp. Okay, but why did you pick Billy Martin? He's my idol. That's perfect. <laughs> Honey, you don't even know where your uncle is in Chicago. I'll find him. Huh. I guess you'd think I'm dumb to want to be with my uncle. <laughs> No, I don't think you're dumb to want to be with your uncle. Everybody needs somebody. She don't need you. (laughs) Well, three days with you ain't exactly happy days in Dixieland either. You don't have to get mad. Well, I don't want to get mad. I want to help you, but you won't let me. I tried to be nice to you, and you stole my purse. You took 200... Give me that money. Get it. Get that money. This lady's trying to rob me! Gimme's acting with Nell Carter there. Give me a break. Who is it? I don't know. He was part of this TV series from 1990 to 95. See if you can identify it. Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed. Kimmy has a puzzled look on her face. Can you tell me the name of that TV show by chance? Uh, Webster? No, it's Blossom. Do you remember that show? Uh, He was one of the main stars of Blossom. Sure. Okay, it's Joey Lawrence, who was born on this date, celebrating his 42nd birthday. I see dead people. It's notable deaths, famous people, celebrities who died on this date in history. 1912, this person died at the age of 64, Kimmy. He's known for creating this character, for being the author of the book that this character appeared in. Tell me what the character is and who passed away 1912 on this date. I never drink. Why? Can you tell me the character? 
Dracula. <laughs> You got the character right, Kimmy. Can you tell me who the author, who created Dracula? Bram Stoker. You're right, Kimmy. Passed away on this date, 1912. Next person died, 1992. A British comedian. He dies of a heart attack at the age of 68. I don't know if you've ever seen an entire episode of his show, but I think you know his theme. That's Kimmy's ringtone. That's what I have for Kimmy. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Kimmy, can you tell me who passed away on this date? 1992. Benny Hill. You're right. Died at the age of 68. I think you did a fantastic job today. Thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with the Golden Age of Radio. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. We mentioned moments ago that actress Alina Vertigo was born on this date in 1926. We have an excellent example of her golden age of radio work in a series that she starred in. We have an episode called Meet Millie. That's the, the series. And we have an episode called Painting the Town Red from 1953. And you'll notice some cartoon voices helping her out in this. Some people known for cartoons. You'll hear the voice of Betty Rubble from the Flintstones. And also you'll hear Marvin Wilbur Kaplan. He plays a character called Alfred. He's best known for his role on Alice, the TV series, where he played the telephone repair person. Going back in time, here's Meet Millie on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Well, Millie and her mama usually get to bed pretty early on the nights when Millie doesn't have a date, but tonight they kicked over the traces and painted the town red. They caught the late show at the Rivoli and then stopped at the drugstore for hot chocolate. As we join our dissipated friends, they have just arrived home. Mama, do you know what time it is? Don't tell me. I don't want to hear. It's half past twelve. I asked you not to tell me. Why did you have to tell me? i got to get up at 7.15. Oh. Unhook me in the back, huh? We had no right to stay out so late. No. I'm glad we went. <laughs> it was a terrific picture, wasn't it? Yeah. What's the matter? You like it? No, it's all right. I thought it was going to be a musical. I think it's very misleading of them to put Frank Sinatra in a picture like that. Oh, God. Not only doesn't he sing, he dies. <laughs> Come on, Mama, there are two more hooks. I like to see singers singing and actors acting, and never the twain should mix. There. Now you unhook me, huh? Turn around. Huh? I thought it was just a sensational picture. That Montgomery Cliffs is marvelous. I'm sitting and I'm watching, and I figure any second now he's going to sing a song. Before I know it, he's dead. <laughs> what surprised me was the part Deborah Carr took off. Oh, I never thought she could take off a part like that, did you? All right, you're not a whole song. 
Barbara, couldn't they have at least let him do a few notes of that old black magic while he was dying? <laughs> Molly, you kill me. You really do. You know what's the matter with them in Hollywood lately? I, I, I feel like sitting down and writing a good stiff letter to Luella Parsons. <laughs> Taking a picture like from here to eternity and putting... Fra- Who could that be at this hour? I have no idea. Should we answer? Let me in, let me in. Stafford Prince Meckle. What's he doing here at this hour? Billy, Mrs. Branson, let me in. Okay, Alfred, okay. That crazy kid. Let me in quick, close the door. What happened, Alfred? Who tore your coat? You're as white as a sheet. The door locked? Is somebody chasing you? Why are you looking out the window? Somebody's chasing him, all right. Alfred, what did you do? Come on, Alfred, tell us. You, you, you wrote kick me hard on the back of a policeman? <laughs> I didn't do anything. It's what somebody did to me. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I was walking along Amsterdam Avenue on my way home from my biology club. Uh-huh. Well, I got to the corner of 83rd Street where I crossed. Uh-huh. I looked to the right and I looked to the left. There wasn't a car in sight, so I proceeded across the intersection. Sure. Just then, a bakery truck came tearing around the corner on two wheels. If I hadn't had perfect reflexes and jumped back just in time, falling and tearing my coat, I would now be dead. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that's terrible. So who's chasing you? And the driver tried to talk me out of reporting him to the police. The nerve of him. I said to him, you could have taken a human life with your careless driving, let alone mine. <laughs> and it's my duty to see that the police hear about this. Well, you were absolutely right. So he started to chase you? Now, at first he pleaded with me. It's his fourth offense. They'll put him in jail. He'll pay for my coat. He opened the truck, and he tried to get me to eat some hot rolls. <laughs> and he's just a poor working man, and this could cost him his job. Imagine. So what did you say? Not a word. I just shook my head and went on eating hot rolls. <laughs> they were delicious. I'll say that for him. Real crisp crust and light and flaky inside with just the right amount of... Alfred, no. So you insisted you were going to report him, huh? Naturally. Was he a big fella? A giant of a man over six feet tall. You never saw such a brute. So you ran away and he started to chase you, huh? Yeah, it was like a nightmare. This brute pounding along behind me and me trying to take short steps so I wouldn't crush the hot rolls in my pocket. In your pockets? Here, have them while it's still hot. No, thanks. Millie? I'm not hungry. So you got away from him, huh, Alfred? I think so. I think I lost him at the corner. I turned just as I... That's him. He saw me. Hide me, hide me. Take it easy, Alfred. Who is it? Did a plump little feller with a torn coat and a strong smell of hot rolls come in here? It's him, it's him, hide me. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. They'll call the police. Please let me in. All I want to do is talk to the critter. He'll kill me. He's a vicious monster. (laughs) Go away or we'll call the police. Go away, you you big overgrown brute. Brute? Shucks, ma'am, I'm as gentle as a mess of custard kissing the inside of a cream puff. (laughs) Doesn't sound very dangerous. Please, ma'am, it's powerful important. He's more scared than Alfred. All I want to do is have a little talk with the boy. Or whatever he is. (laughs) Don't let him in. He'll kill me. Let's let him in. What do you say, Millie? Let's hear his side of the story. Yeah, he doesn't sound like a troublemaker. 
You're throwing me to the wolves. No, no, no. You just come over here by me, Alfred. I won't let him hurt you. You'll have my blood on your head. Oh, Alfred, now stop dramatizing. Oh, thank you for... There he is. This is the monster, Alfred? Alfred, you told us he was six feet tall, but you didn't tell us he was only an inch and a half wide. (laughs) I thought he was a big brute. Well, I was sitting down. Please, friend, you got to listen to me. I got a sick mother to support. If I lose my job, it might kill her. Bless her sweet old heart. He's a sweet boy Thank you, ma'am I always say that though friends may forsake me I may lose my health and money And the road may grow dark before me My mother's smile will be a beacon of light Showing my tired feet the glory road To that old campground in the sky Stand there, Alfred. Take off your hat. <laughs> Why didn't he think of his mother before hitting innocent pedestrians? Yeah. Yeah. You know, a man has no right to drive reckless, Mr. Uh, Waverly, Harvey Waverly. Uh, you're absolutely right, Mrs. Uh, Bronson, Mrs. this is my daughter, Millie. How do you How do? do, you do? How do, you do? I'm very happy to meet you both. As I said, you're right. There's just no excuse. I realize that. I'm awful lucky I didn't kill Mr. Uh, Mr. Prince Metal, uh, Alfred E. Prince Metal. Very happy to meet you. <laughs> Likewise, I'm sure. That's a fine role your company puts out. Well, thank you, Alfred. I can appreciate it because I'm an artist myself. Poetry is my field. You don't say. I, I love poetry. Gee, back on the farm, I used to sit for hours reading poems to my chickens. Would you like to hear my latest poem? Well, I'd love it. Love it. Yes, sit down, Mr. Waverly. You too, Alfred. Oh, don't interrupt. <laughs> Song for a Statue in the Park by Alfred E. Prinsnet. Hail to thee, brave statue, noble monument, braving summer's heat and winter's cold. Bronze general on your bronze horse, sitting silent in the night. What stories, O metal equestrian, could you tell if you could talk? Of park bench, whispered love words, and things written on your horse's flank in chalk. (laughs) Keeping your secrets, telling not a smidgen, as you brave the indignities of man and boy and pigeon. <laughs> well, what do you think of it? I want to tell you, I just wish my chickens could have heard that. <laughs> really? Gee, I got one little Rhode Island red. Why, she would have just backed right up to you and laid an egg in your hand. <laughs> it's a fine poem, Alfred. A real poetic. I just know that a feller that can write beautiful poetry like that wouldn't cause me to lose my job. That's where you're wrong, Harvey. <laughs> you're a nice feller, but I have my duty to the community, and nothing swerves Alfred E. Prince Metal from his duty. <laughs>
Charlie and Mama will be back in a moment, but first... Real cream. Real cream. Real cream. Real cream. A little dab will do ya. Real cream. You look so debonair. Real cream. The gals will pursue ya. Simply rub a little in your hair. Today, get Brill Cream. See what it will do for you. Remember, the smart look is the Brill Cream look. Yes, what can I... Oh, it's you, Johnny. Yes, it is I. And don't you know when the boss's son comes into the office, the smart secretary jumps up and gives him a great big kiss? Please, Johnny, I'm in no mood for fooling around. I hardly got any sleep last night. Why? What happened? Well, you know Alfred Prince medal. You mean the beast that walks like a beast? <laughs> of course I know him. Why? Well, Mom and I were up half the night pleading with him. Pleading with him? What for? Well, he had a little accident with this nice fellow that drives a bakery truck, and if Alfred reports him, he'll lose his Jenny as old sick mother to support. And Alfred insists on reporting him. Yes. We figured maybe you or your father could talk Alfred out of it. Well, I don't know, Millie. Hello, kid. Hello, Mrs. Bronson. Hello there, Alfred. Don't you say good morning to people, Alfred? He's not talking. Ooh, I'm so disgusted with this boy, Millie. Did you have any luck like, talking him out of reporting Harvey Waverly to the police? Luck, huh? This is the stubbornest boy in the world. From the neck up, he's pure mule. <laughs> Talk to him. Okay. Alfred, let's you and I have a nice man-to-mule talk. <laughs> it won't do you any good. I'm going to do my duty. That's all you can get out of him. I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to do my duty. Very easy for you to talk. You weren't almost run down by that maniac. You weren't walking along peacefully one minute. Thinking about what plastic fabrics are doing to the digestive system at a mort? <laughs> and the next minute being crushed to the pavement by five tons of hurtling metal and glass? Alfred. Bearing down upon you like death itself with the angry roar of screaming tires? Alfred. Face to face with a horrible death? No time to escape the hurtling power of the huge steel monster! Alfred! No way to escape being crushed like a grape against the sidewalk in a death more horrible than any I was reliving the horrible moment. <laughs> Alfred, let's face it. You stepped back to get out of the way and you fell. You were in no danger of getting crushed like a grape. You just tripped over your big, clumsy feet. You hate me. <laughs> Look, Alfred, don't you realize what'll happen if you go to the police? That nice man, Harvey Waverly, will lose his job. He might even go to jail. And how about his poor, sick mother? And how about my mother? If I'd been killed, think of the look on her face. <laughs> the doorbell rings. She goes to answer it. There's a policeman standing there with a burlap bag over his shoulder. <laughs> Mrs. Prinsmetal says the policeman. Yes, she says. Your son had an accident, he says. Her face goes white. Was it bad, she says. Look for yourself, says the policeman. (laughs) 
that your imagination is running away with you. That's the trouble with poets, you know. Alfred, don't you think you're making a mountain out of a molehill? This country is built upon a foundation of laws. It is up to every one of us to obey and respect those laws. Well, what's going on out here? Hello, Mr. Boone. Oh, it's the human race's answer to the dachshund. hunt. <laughs> Maybe you can do something with this boy. Well, how about using his two heads for bookends? (laughs) He hates me, but really. This is pretty serious, Mr. Boone. Alfred is going to report some poor fellow to the police for almost running him over. And he's such a nice man. And he'll lose his job. And he has a poor, sick old mother. Alfred, how could you be so mean? Mean? Who's mean? I'm only doing my duty as a citizen. We must temper justice with mercy, Alfred. Look, don't you think I feel sorry for the fella? Don't you think I'm human? Don't wait for an answer. I'm warning you. (laughs) I don't want to see Harvey lose his job and go to jail. But what can I do? The law is the law. My hands are tied. If I don't report him to the police, I'll be committing a crime myself. What do you do with a boy like this? Mr. Boone, would you please talk to Alfred? Um, Alfred... Yes. Alfred, I know there have been times when it seemed to you that I didn't like you. But that isn't true. You exasperate me at times, but underneath it all, I really like you. No kidding. Really? (laughs) Yes, really. And that's why I don't want to see you do something for which I know you will be... When did you first realize you liked me? One day when you knocked over a bottle of ink on my desk and you looked at me with those big, sad eyes. But to get back, you may think you're doing... You know what, Mr. Boone? What? I like you, too. (laughs) Well, that's fine. As I was saying, Alfred... Uh, Would you you like to know when I first realized that I liked you? (laughs) Some other time, Alfred. What seems to be your duty... I can remember as though it was yesterday. I had just stepped on your corn... And your face was turning a beautiful shade of light purple That harmonized with the gray shirt and blue tie you were wearing Any other man would have cursed me and hit me But exercising great self-control You satisfied yourself by swatting me twice with your briefcase I realized then You were a man of character Thank you, Alfred Well... Goodbye, everybody. Mr. Boone! Dad? Aren't you going to stay and talk to Alfred some more? No, I have had enough. Now I'm going to relax for a while. If anyone wants me, I'll be in the supply closet slamming the door on my head. (laughs) Well, that's one down. Who wants to tackle him next? Oh, Alfred. Alfred, listen, that man has a sick mother to support. Suppose he loses his job and they starve to death. The traffic laws of the community are made for the protection of its citizens. Anyone who breaks these laws is endangering the security of the community and must be punished. Furthermore, it is a duty of each and every Millie and Mama will be back in a moment. I'm home. Oh, hello, honey. Did Alfred go to the police yet? Not yet. How come? He said he was going to go to the police this afternoon. Did you talk him out of it? No. Did you buy him off with money? No. 
So what did you do? I locked him in the bathroom. <laughs> you didn't. If you don't believe me, try to take a shower. <laughs> You're right, Mama. Desperate measures are called for in a situation such as this. That's what I figured. What good will it do? Being locked in the bathroom isn't going to make Alfred change his mind about going to the police. I was just stalling until Harvey and his mother can get here. Harvey Waverly is coming up here with his mother? Yeah. I, I figured if anything can melt Alfred's heart, it's a poor, sick old woman. You know, Mama, you're probably right. Sure. Yeah, you know what a sentimental person Alfred is under all that dopiness. <laughs> That's right. He has a great respect for old age. Mama, you have a great idea there. You're a genius. Ah, shocks, it was nothing, really. Oh, that must be them. Open the door, Millie. I hope this works. Hello, Harvey. Hello, ladies. May I present my mother? Uh, mother, th these are my friends I was telling you about. Hello, Mrs. Waverly. Hello, Mrs. Waverly. Harvey's a good boy. Don't send him away. He's a good boy. Now, calm down, Mother. Uh, she's upset. She senses that something's wrong. Don't let them take you away, Harvey. They took your father away. Don't let them take you. <laughs> calm down, Mother. You're not giving your five o'clock pill a chance to take hold. Sit her down here, Harvey. That's it. Here, Mother. Easy. Harvey's a good boy. Uh, steady now. That's it. Okay, Mother, you're down. Uh, you can let go of my neck, Mother. You're, you're a good boy, Harvey. Isn't she a sweet old lady? She sure is. Has to be waited on hand and foot, you know. She can't do much for herself. Poor old darling. Yeah, I tell you, it's getting so the only pleasure she gets is soaking her feet in Epsom salts and watching This Is Your Life. Really? Is there a television on? Point me towards it, Harvey. Now, there's no television, Mother. You just relax. Harvey's a good boy. They don't come no better than Harvey. Millie, I think it's time to let Alfred out of the bathroom. Okay. I'll get him. Well, I, I sure hope we can talk that fella out of going to the police. Don't you worry, Harvey. When he meets your sweet old mother, he'll change his mind. I want some licorice candy, Harvey. Harvey, I want some licorice. We haven't got no licorice at the moment, dear. Uh, you suck on your thumb for a spell. <laughs> How dare you lock me in the bathroom that way? Take it easy, Alfred. Now, yes. calm down, Alfred. You're out now. I, I want you to meet Harvey's mother. Uh, mother, this is the fella I was telling you about. How do you do, Alfred? Take your thumb out of your mouth, mother. <laughs> That's it now. Mm. How do you do, Alfred? a girl. You can put your thumb back now. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy to know you, Mrs. Waverly. She sure is a sweet old lady, Harvey. Thank you, Alfred. She's all I have. What do you think would happen to her if Harvey lost his job? Don't report me, Alfred. Not for my sake. I don't care about me. But don't break this poor old lady's heart. What do you say, Alfred? You're not going to report him, are you, Alfred? Harvey's a good boy. He's a good boy. Listen to the poor thing. 
Stop it, stop it. Can't you see I'm torn between love and duty? If I don't obey the laws of the community, how can I live with myself? How can I face myself in the mirror? He's right. I imagine that's not too easy under ordinary circumstances. <laughs> Take it easy, Alfred. Why are you torturing me like this? Poor fella. He's got such a gentle heart. I, I, I'm just trying to be true to my principles, that's all. I, I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> I, I'm not mean. <laughs> Poor Alfred. <laughs> It's enough to break your heart. Harvey, this is your life is on. I hear crying. (laughs) No, Mrs. Waverly, no. Point me toward the television, Harvey. No, Mother. Just relax now. Put your thumb back in your mouth and close your eyes. That's it. Oh, what's the use? How can I do anything to hurt that old lady? Okay, Harvey. I won't go to the police. Hooray for Alfred. That's wonderful, Alfred. Harvey, you don't look happy. He won't have to go to the police because I'm going to go myself. What? What are you talking about? Alfred has given me a look at myself, and I don't like what I see. (laughs) I am a potential murderer, and I have got to be punished. But, Harvey, you can't just leave your mother. Miss Bronson, my mama thinks that her son is a fine man. I got to do this for her sake as well as for my own. But, but who's going to take care of her? Well, do you folks like her? Of course we will. We love her. Then you wouldn't mind taking care of her while I'm gone. <laughs> Harvey's a good boy. But, Harvey, yeah, you, your mother... She'll be fine. I tell you, in about half an hour now... I let her soak her feet in some lukewarm water and then put her other thumb in her mouth. And uh, if she should start to cry, there's a picture of Ralph Edwards in her purse holding about three inches from her nose. Harvey, wait a minute. Harvey's a good boy. Harvey, come back here. Harvey! Billy and Mama will be back in a moment. Mama, is Mrs. Waverly asleep? Like a log, the poor thing. Good. Now you try to get some sleep. Hmm. Watching out for an old lady like that is pretty tiring, I'll bet. That's not so bad. I hope she'll be comfortable in that bed. I'm sure she will. You know, it was real generous of you to let her sleep there. Listen, Millie, she's an old woman. It was the only decent thing to do. Still, it was very thoughtful. Ah, I'd do the same for anybody. I just hope she appreciates it. Sure, she will. Now go to sleep and... Oh, Millie. What? Wouldn't you like another pill? It must be kind of hard on your back sleeping down there on the floor like that. (laughs) Good night, Mama. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Remember to tune in again.
again next week to this same station for another comedy episode of Meet Millie, brought to you by... Real Cream. Real Cream. Real Cream. The cream hairdressing that's not greasy, not messy. Real Cream. Real Cream. Real Cream. The hairdressing that conditions as it grooms. Heard on tonight's transcribed show were Rye Billsbury as Mr. Boone Jr., Roland Winters as Mr. Boone Sr., Melitza Kalki as Mrs. Waverly, and Bob Easton as Harvey. Music was composed and conducted by Irving Miller. Meet Millie was produced and directed by Bill Manhoff, and written by Bill Manhoff and Joel Kane. Bob Lamont speaks. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.